Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. I uh, hope everybody is uh, ready and raring to get your day going. It is, uh, let me see here, 21 degrees out, so we better dress warm. Let your car warm up and uh, be ready. I tell you, I just uh, despise this cold. Uh, this morning I woke up and I thought, man, is this, is this ever going to end? <laughs> I hate it so much. I just want to, I want our warm temperatures back. So hopefully, hopefully it won't be too much longer. We'll get it back. But uh, uh, oh, Jennifer said to be praying for a co-worker who starts a first round of chemo today. Most definitely, Miss Jennifer. Good morning, Ed. But um, uh, but anyway, I hope everybody is uh, ready to get the day uh, hopping and a moving and a grooving today. So let's go ahead and uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. Let me get that up here. There we go. So here we go. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God for this great land and this great country that we live in. You know, we do have the more freedom here to do things that uh, other countries wouldn't allow. And I tell you what, uh, one of the things that uh, just blows my mind is uh, the fact that there are people out there that uh, are excited at the thoughts of killing the unborn, that uh, they have no problems with uh, killing uh, babies. And that's one of the first, good morning, darling. It's one of the first things that uh, uh, Biden wanted to do uh, was make sure that not only is he killing babies here, but uh, around the world. Uh, he wanted to make sure there was funding for that. And the reason why I bring that up, I mean, of course, obviously, I, I am no fan of uh, the Biden administration and the evil vileness in which they represent. But there is a TikTok trend going on right now to show you how evil and sick people are. And this TikTok trend, some of y'all may know what I'm talking about, uh, they, uh, they, they start out the video uh, holding a baby or a toddler, shows them throwing the, the child off screen uh, while the woman twerks. Uh, to a song glorifying abortion. And you talk about uh, just evil. I mean, just pure evil. I mean, I, there's just no other way to put it. Uh, it, it is sick. It, just, it is truly sick. This world, guys and gals, you know, I know that I say I talk a lot about uh, we're living in the end times. And, uh, you know, and, and I've had, you know, people ask, you also ask me why I say that so much. And, uh, but as I was talking about church, one Sunday morning is saying the reason why I bring that up so much is it, it is a reminder to make sure that you're living your lives according to God's will uh, because uh, the time is at hand and uh, you may laugh you may scoff and uh, say well you people have been saying that forever hey that's when exactly when when people are least expected that's what Christ is going to rapture us out of here and uh, I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not saying that the end of the world is going to be next week at 3 o'clock at a certain day. And uh, not even the angels in heaven know when uh, Christ will be uh, returning. But uh, it doesn't neglect the fact we need to be prepared. And when you see this kind of evil and uh, towards our own children, uh, I, I think we've about re reached the epicenter 
uh, of uh, uh, the vile evil uh, that we can absolutely reach in this world. And, and what scary thing is, you know, God only allows the devil so much power. And the world is not as evil as it could be. That's a scary thought. The world is not as evil as it could be. And uh, praise God for his grace, uh, his mercy that he holds back uh, as, as the things that could be as bad as they could. So well, let's look at our verse this morning here. We're going to look at uh, Matthew ten thirty-two through 33. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men... Him I will also confess before my Father, who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father, who is in heaven. Matthew ten thirty-two through 33. You know, we looked at this passage this morning. Uh, when Christ called those to, to follow after him, uh, you know, he never promised them a, a 401k. He never promised them health benefits, salary. Um, no company donkeys to ride, <laughs> not like it. But, uh, but instead, uh, he, uh, in fact, he, he said in this world, you're going to have trouble. You're going to have problems. You're going to have complications. Uh, you know, it is, uh, you, you know, there's no middle ground when following Jesus Christ. It's either you're all in for Jesus or you're not. You know, you're, there's, you know, what is, what does God's word say in the last days, uh, particularly with the church of Laodicea? He will spew them out of his mouth because of that lukewarm, uh, that, uh, that, that uh, warmness that they have is, is nauseating to God. And, uh, and, I've, and I know I've used this illustration before, but uh, I think it bears repeating. The reason the illustration uh, to be used to bring that to understanding is to know that the aqueducts that they used in Rome, by the time it went from the, the water they were pulling into the city, the, the distance between the two, where the cold water was at, by the time it reached the city, it was a fit for drinking. It was lukewarm. It was awful. It was nasty, and uh, it wasn't much good for anything. And uh, it might make you throw up to drink it. And that's what uh, Christ is saying here. You know, it's hey, it's just going to uh, makes him sick. Uh, what the church will become in the last days, and it's true. We see that. We see the lukewarm church. We see churches that would rather. Uh, Please the world and please God, and it, it it nauseates me. It makes me sick uh, when I see these lukewarm Christians uh, uh, defending uh, homosexuality, defending abortion. Uh, you know, it 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 it, it just uh, it's infuriating uh, as a Christian and as a pastor to see these kind of things. These wimpy, wishy-washy pastors out there who won't stand for anything, and I, you know that's kind of the heart of this. Uh, that we're talking about this morning is that there are those who put on their spiritual mask, if you will, and act one way. But as soon as it's convenient, uh, they are uh, on the other side uh, of the uh, uh, spiritual realm, if you will. Uh, that they uh, they want to say that they want they want to be on that middle ground. They want to side with the other guys when it's convenient, uh, so to speak. And uh, and that's the problem with the world. You know that a lot of people just blow where whichever way the wind blows. And uh, that's what we're going to have to learn to uh, stand our ground, stand for what is right, regardless of the retail, you know, what we'll receive in return. Uh, you know, just like last night, we was talking about how people will revile you and persecute you, and we don't, re- don't trade uh, evil for evil. And that's one that we don't. You know, we don't want to speak bad of us. And when someone is nasty to us, we try to be nice regardless, not in a 
nasty condescending way you know it's it's easy to do that uh i've known people like it uh, and myself included <laughs> that uh when somebody's being nasty and you're still trying to be nice but you're doing it in a very nasty way you know it, that's not what i'm talking about i mean to be sincerely uh show kindness in the face of uh, uh someone who's trying to tear you down but uh there's no middle ground when it comes to Jesus Christ. And, and that's my encouragement is that we need to make sure that we are on fire for the things of God and, uh, and not worrying about, again, that affirmation from those in the world or in the world in general. Uh, we need to be concerned with the souls of those individuals and we need to, uh, to try to, to minister and try to save as many souls before we go to heaven. That is one aspect of the world we do need to be concerned about. But outside of that, uh, who cares what other people think? Who cares what, uh, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter if it costs you your job, your home, your cars. It, you know, the main thing is, is is standing up for Jesus Christ. And I think we're in a time and an age where we need to do that. Uh, well, we Now more than ever, we need to be speaking up and out for the things of Jesus Christ. Uh, the world hates us. The world hates Christians. I mean, it takes no rocket scientist to, to know and to understand that, that we are hated. We are now the bad guys. We're living in a time when evil is good and good is evil. Uh, you know, it is, I uh, never thought I'd live to see the day where men would be allowed to go into women's bathrooms and that men would be able to uh, participate in uh, female sports as long as they say they identify with the opposite sex. Uh, it, it is, uh, it's sick, man. I mean, it is sick. I mean, guys, how, even if you want to take Christianity, uh, uh, out of the argument, okay? Just looking at, I mean, you can't tell me. You, there's just no way in the world any rational thinking human being can look at some man dressed as a woman and think that that looks natural and that is uh, a wonderful thing. If you are, you'd have to be sick-minded. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. You, I mean, I really, really, truly goes back to the God of this world has blinded them uh, because there's just, I mean. Like I said, not even if we're not even putting the Bible in the equation, how do you? There's just no way. There is no way you can look at that, or vice versa, a female trying to be a man and look at that and think that's 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 wonderful. <laughs> that's that's normal. That's it's not. It is abnormal. It is wrong. It is a mental illness. It is spiritual illness. These people need help spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Not celebrated, but they need help to understand that this is wrong. And that's true with any sin, gay or straight. And it's going to take Christians to stand up to say, this is wrong. This is not right. And what's the world going to do? Oh, you're a hate monger. We're not supposed to judge. Oh, you all know my pet peeve on that. I hate that more than anything, you know, is you're not supposed to judge, you know. Well, you know what you mean? You're, you're making a ju you're judging me. By even saying that, you know, we everybody has to make judgment calls. The world of God tells us to judge, but to judge righteously by the same way we ourselves will be judged. If there is no judgment, jails would be empty. We have to make judgment calls every day in, in many aspects of our lives. So that, that right there is just bogus. And, uh, and so when they try to shut you down with name calling, man, the heck with that. Who cares uh, what they uh, call us? We got to start standing for what's right. Uh, in God's word, of course, they're going to throw out, oh, it's antiquated, it's written by men, it's, and all this bunch of baloney. I, I see the same flipping arguments, the same arguments. 
Sometimes I think liberals, atheists, general, whatever, they all they all must have the same. There must be a, a book that goes around that because <laughs> they all say the same thing. I, I quit debating people a lot, a long time ago. It got boring. They all say the same thing. And then when they don't get their way, of course, we know liberals, they run on emotion, not on fact. And when they don't get their way, what do they do? That's when they start attacking you personally. They, they I've seen them attack uh, women or men alike about their profile picture or what they do for a living or some uh, crazy you know it's just because they don't have no defense so they have to, to, to go after you personally guys there's no middle ground when it comes to following Jesus Christ and if you are a, a milk toast Christian uh, buddy you better be getting on your knees and praying to God how you can start making a stand grow a spine uh, some intestinal fortitude to stand for what is right in the eyes of God that's what uh, that's what this world, that's what God calls us to be men and women for Jesus Christ. That's what He has called us out to be. We are warriors. We are not meant to be slimy little spineless cowards. And that's what you are if you're claiming to be a Christian and you're compromising with the world, all right, and you're making allowances for sin, then you are a slimy spineless cowardly christian and i call you out as whether you're a pastor or whether you're claiming to be a christian and you're condoning sin i call you out and you can like it love it or lump it but i am judging you by the word of god it's not my opinion it's not my thinking it's by what god's word is telling us and that's why we're seeing right here that we need to make a stand and that's why God's word tells us, whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. That's imperative that we stand up for Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, it is, um, uh, when you try to do those things, when you try to stand up for Jesus Christ, uh, you know, you're going to face that opposition. Uh, and uh, everybody wants to make turn Jesus into a celestial hippie and say, well, God loves everyone. You know what? Because of God's grace that uh, for his love for mankind, he did send his only son. But people, God does not tolerate sin. Do you not understand that? He abhors. Look up the word abhor. He abhors. He hates sin. He does not condone sin. I don't know what it takes to get that through these thick skulls of these individuals out there. That God does not condone sin. I don't care if it's gay or straight. He doesn't condone it. And particularly when it's blatant, unrepentant sin, that you know, God is not going to honor that. I, I don't know what, what, you know, you can't live a life of blatant, unrepentant sin and expect to be a child of God. It doesn't work that way. We have to be humble before God. We have to be uh, 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 asking for forgiveness. We should be bring under conviction for those sins and trying to live a life as glorifying unto God. And when you live that life glorifying unto God, it's going to go run counter to culture. And culture is not going to like it. it is not, they're not going to, uh, um, uh, they're going to hate you for that. Because you are light in the world of darkness, and they don't want that. So this is why you know it's imperative. All right. In fact, it's like the verse that says, "Don't be afraid of those who want to kill you. They can only kill your body. They cannot kill your soul. Respect God, who can destroy both your body and your soul. Remember that. And that's who the one we need to fear. That's what we need to respect. 
And uh, it's time, Christians, to start standing up and quit cowering in the corner. God has given you that courage. God has given you that boldness. You know, that's what one thing Apostle Paul talks about, to be as bold, bold as lions. Where's the boldness? All I see is a bunch of weak-kneed, cowering Christians out there who's scared and intimidated by the world. People, I was bullied. I was bullied big time as a kid. I was bullied because of my nationality. I was called racial slurs. I was bullied over my weight. I was bullied constantly. You had a choice. You know, you can sit there and take it or you're going to have to fight back. And I took a lot more than I, uh, I wanted to because I didn't want to fight. But there was times when you backed in a corner, you didn't have a choice but to start swinging. And I ain't saying the word to be militant. I'm not saying to be physically swinging and hitting people. I'm not saying that. But it's time to start standing up to the cultural bullies of the world, this, this, this cancel culture that we're seeing that want to silence anyone that opposes them. It's time for Christians to quit being silent and, as it says here, to acknowledge God before others and saying, hey, look, this is wrong. And if you don't like it, you're going to melt like a little snowflake and cry, then cry, baby. But here's the thing. You need to know that God is real. Heaven is real. And hell is real. And if you don't change what you're doing, if you don't change your life's direction, you're going to spend an eternity in hell. And we need to get these people's attention and make sure they know and understand that they are in need of a Savior. They're in need of Jesus Christ. And they, if they don't turn, they're going to burn, baby. And that's one thing Christians are going to need to wake up and start getting the word out there and quit allowing New Age philosophies to infiltrate the church with yoga. And people, buddy, I tell you what, you they have a hissy fit if you start talking about yoga. But if you look into the, uh, uh, the spiritual aspects of yoga and what these poses represent, there's nothing godly about it. But, oh, boy, I tell you what, people. Oh, it just stretches. No, it's, it's more than that. See, it's just what I'm talking about. See, these worldly things infiltrating the church and Christians, and they, and they get mad when you point it out and make excuses for it. You know, this time is over, man. We're not, you know, either you're with the church of Laodicea and God's going to spew you out. There's no middle ground. You've got to understand there's no middle ground. Either you're on fire for Jesus or you're not. And so, my friends, you better pick a side today and decide where you want to be spiritually. You going to play with the world or you going to fight for Jesus? That's your choice. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to daily acknowledge you before men. Let us never be scared or cowardly or afraid to stand for what is right, holy, and honorable. Lord, let us serve you well, and Lord, let us do what is glorifying to you. And Lord, uh, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and which will protect us this day. Lord, I do pray for our nation's leaders. I pray for the people of this nation that they'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, as I pray every morning, I do pray for our, our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood, Troy, and Lynn and David Feathers. Lord, I do pray for Jane Kitchings, Larry and Donna Knight, Ron Thompson, Jerry Keller, and Roger Winters, uh, Lord, Miss Betty. Uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with the family of uh, Willie Metcalf and uh, as they're dealing with loss. And uh, Lord, just pray to be with all those who are fighting COVID-related issues, cancer, or loss. Lord, be there, comfort them. And help them during these difficult times. And Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, to protect us. Lord, help us to have the courage and the boldness to stand for what is right. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate uh, you all for watching this morning. I know I got a little uh, 
little heated there, and uh, thought I was going to pass around an offering plate, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you want to share these devotions, uh, don't forget to that uh, if they want to watch on Facebook, they can watch live on flbconline.com, and they can also watch all the sermons on there as well. And if you haven't already, sign up for the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, free of charge, audio only, but you can listen to all of our sermons, all of these daily devotions as you're going out and about uh, your day. Well, I do hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day, and a wonderful day. And Lord willing, we'll meet this time again tomorrow at 6.15. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last. Say it with me, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.